Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host today, Matt Jasnoff. Along with me, I have Scott Minton. Yo, yo, yo. Toby. Hey. Ryan. Hi. And in spirit, Josh. Hi. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Hi. So today we're going to be tasting, um, you know, something that I kind of dug out of my collection. I really wanted to compare these two bottles together, uh, really get a couple of other opinions on here. So I have two bottles of old Ezra. I technically have an old, old Ezra and then a new old Ezra. So that's what we're going to be trying here today. Um, the first old Ezra is back. I believe it's from 2012 or 2014. Um, you know, it technically says it was, it was bottled, um, you know, it was bottled by old Ezra Brooks distilling company out in St. Louis, Missouri. So, you know, not too often that you have a bottle. Uh, from there, so that's kind of that's kind of unique. I actually found this in a little little liquor store for a whopping seven dollars. A guy uh, just didn't want it, I guess. Good pull. Good, yes, yes. Thank you, I appreciate that. I tried really hard. <laughs> and then over on the other bottle that we're gonna try is the new version of Old Ezra, which is bottled by Lux Row. Um, you know, one of the major differences is they decided to push this up to barrel strength now. So we're gonna go ahead and try. Uh, the difference here, and uh, let's go ahead and see what we think. In one corner, we have the original Old Ezra out of St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, coming in at <laughs> six foot eight. 101 proof. <laughs> Seven years old. We don't know how he made it here to professional sports. So we're really going to try the old one first, you said. Yeah, let's go ahead and try the old one first. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and take a quick, a quick whiff there. I'm not going to lie. That was a really good give and take by you two. Thanks. Yeah. Practicing. <laughs> Matt's a taker. <laughs> you, set him, you set him up for that one. But a bang. Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, which one are we starting with here? In the castle. We're starting with the old. The old. Starting with the old, ending with the new. Old, old. And I, I'll be honest with you, I really haven't had this one in a while, so. Toby, do you remember which one you poured with? <laughs> the right, the right's the old. This is your old. This is the original old Ezra, like the older one. You didn't pour the old, that. old you Ezra. Poured the new one. No, but I pulled the new one into that glass. Yeah, he did pull it. He, yeah. yeah, it was opposite because I had Glen Cairn. No, you didn't. No, you know what? No. You know what? You're gonna no, you're gonna really is, figure it out super quick this because is, one, this one is significantly hotter than the other. Okay. Well, I don't know that I'll be able to tell the difference in this. <laughs> you should do what I did when poured one significantly more. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan poured about eight. Of, Ryan poured you about poured eight one of them for me, and Toby poured the other one. It is true. I did pour one, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. you poured the original old Ezra. Uh, I, I pulled in that one. Oh, we'll see. He knows. Toby, you yeah. said you poured in that one. Yeah, Toby. No, I, I, I poured in the big one. <laughs> okay, so this is the old old Ezra. This is what we're gonna drink first. Yeah, Ryan's got about eight fingers of the new. The, old no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The old one I got. A, I got a normal pour. <laughs> the hundred and one proof. Yeah. All right. Let's. Actually, some guy made fun of me for buying this in a liquor store too. He said, what do you want that shit for? <laughs> Did you make fun of him? No, I just bought it. <laughs> should say, I'm a real cheap alcoholic. <laughs> this is the cheapest shit I can find. <laughs> it's got, a, it's got a real alcohol burn to it, though, doesn't You it? think so? Yeah. Are you are you drinking the right one? Yes. <laughs> he really doesn't know. He yeah, no, no, idea. I do. This is... No, this I'm going to I'm gonna agree with you on that one. You think so? I thought that was, that was a heavy burn on... Really? Oh, yeah, down well, the esophagus. Even yeah, with the sure. ruffles, oh, it, there it gives goes, a heavy burn. There goes my palate. I don't think so. No, I, but we like high proof. So. <laughs> I know. Um, so you think it's hot? Really? 
They like them stiff. So I will tell you, I, I am afraid that the, the salt and pepper chips that I ate has uh, yeah. screwed up my palate a little bit because I, I I'm, I'm, getting a, I'm getting a really strong pepper finish on this. So let me uh, get some water down here. So what we're trying to say is the ruffles and the, the chips probably weren't a great idea when before we oh, did ruffles was perfect. Dude, I, they, I don't ruffles know about that. I think the salt idea. and pepper is what... Salt and pepper might have thrown uh, off my this, palate. this round two. But you had the salt and pepper chip. Ryan, you had the salt and pepper chips. Yeah. You don't... No, I thought it was I thought it was very harsh. You thought I, it was I, harsh? I got, I got a burn. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's 101 proof. You're going to have a little bit of a burn, but... Mm. I, I really think it's the pepper from the chips. I think it's the the two mixing you know together. That second that second drink was a lot better than that first drink. I agree. Yeah. That first, that first one I got... Maybe it was because we kind of stopped drinking for a little bit, but... We did not stop drinking for a little bit. <laughs> we have yeah. been on fire and we've been crushing it. Yeah, touche. Um, that second that second sip was a whole lot smoother. Yeah, yeah. and it, and the pepper finish is gone, so that's good. I would agree. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I think it was the chips. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put a splash of water in mine. I know. I just I'm waiting to see what you think about it. When everybody else can talk, you don't have to wait for me. I mean, Jesus. No, we Christ, have the, to I'm wait not, for you. I'm not the whole show, man. You did say you were the whole show before the started. Listen, I, I might be the show, <laughs> but I'm not the whole show. So. I mean, loot. The ton is in. Let the fun begin, bitch. I mean, that's 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 just the way that shit works, love man. This. I love this. <laughs> so, Tub, you want to take another swig at it? See what you think. I don't want to force you to drink or anything. It's not bad. Not your thing, though. It, it, it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah, everything that we've had so far, I think this this is almost as bad as some of the the low. Really? Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan. This, this is gonna, this is definitely not limestone. Sorry. Yeah. No, I don't even think it's close to that. Uh, I'm gonna throw in there that I agree with the Toby here. I'm I'm not a big fan of it. It's I think I think it's rough. Wow, it's definitely rough okay. on the edges. Awesome. Well, let's that we have a we have a dead even split on this, guys. This is where I we'd like to phone a friend in for Josh. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't think this is a bad pour by any stretch uh-uh. of the imagination. Um, but it, it tastes like a seven dollar pour, like you said. I mean, it's, I, still, and, it's still a seven year old bourbon that's a hundred and one proof, and it would make make. Yeah. Make you if I was going to pick between this and JTS nine. Brown or this and either of the Heaven Hills that we've tried earlier, I, I would definitely. You mean last week? Last week, yeah. Last week. Well, actually, it was a couple weeks ago, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't remember. It was a couple weeks ago. But anyway, I would say this is probably my least favorite of those right. ones that we've tried. Well, you love that JTS Brown, don't you? I think JTS Brown Bottle and Bond is a is a solid pour. I think it's a great pour too for ten bucks. Yeah, don't don't tell everyone, then they'll discontinue it and raise it thirty dollars. <laughs> oh, Bourbon Barrel Talk, they like this. Oh, well, yeah, this is now thirty five dollars, and and it's sold everywhere else but Kentucky. All right, so let's see, uh, you know what six years did to it and put it at barrel proof. So I'm gonna be curious about this one. I haven't had it in a long time, but the first time I had it, I, I actually really enjoyed it. I mean, it's got a great nose to it, you know, real caramely. I can't wait for this heavy pour. Are we going to the second one? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I can't wait for Ryan to chug this eight fingers of bourbon mm. he poured for himself. Sorry, hit the 
Springs. Can everybody hear that at home? Yes. When it comes to smell, I think this one has a much better smell. This one's got a great one. nose to it. It's amazing what happens when you don't cut it with a little bit of water. And also, it's when you add another you know ounce or two to it, it really brings that out. Or seven. Yeah. That is a, that is a damn heavy pour. I, I want. I want. I wish I had a video of what I have right here. I'm. I have a good three ounces. You had more. That's true. They're, these don't taste anything alike. Isn't that crazy? Nothing. So tell what do you think of the new one? The new one is a lot better. It's it's mm. it, it would be something that you would it's expect tasty. to be in a middle middle shelf mm. somewhere for about 40, 45, 50 bucks. Yeah, that's kind of what it runs. Um, I think Kroger had it for about forty five, forty six bucks. So um, you know, no no qualms with that at all. Um, you know, I always try to snag one of these when I when I get the chance to pick it up. Um, Scotty, what do you think? Are, of this? are they harder to find? They're a little bit harder to find. Um, I will tell you the Electro Distillery does put it out every so often, um, and you'll see them start to, you know, come hit and miss. You know, a lot of liquor stores will put it as a quote-unquote allocated release because there's just not a lot of them out there. Um, but Lux Row is starting to put out more and more of them. Yeah. So I, I actually also I I love that bottle. It's just it, the, the bottle looks a lot better than the old. The, bottle. the label is so. I know no one at home can see this, but the label difference. <laughs> I mean, it's just. Night and day. You got a plastic screw cap versus a cork. I mean, they really, they really changed some things for the better. I mean, they raised the I mean, price Jesus, on it. Jesus, for thirty bucks, you can do a lot with a bottle, right? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but even, no, the, it even looks bigger. The, the overall design is just a, a better looking product, but it also does taste better, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. But I like Hands mine. Down. I like mine hotter. I, I like the yeah. heavier alcohol. Um, the the notes though. How does this compare to your JTS Brown? Well, this is better than JTS Brown, just slightly, just, just slightly. slightly, just like I mean, dude, JTS Brown's a good solid pour. Um, I mean, if I was going to put it up against all my daily drinkers, yeah. Um, I, there's most of my other ones I still prefer over this. Yeah, I got five bucks if you could tell me what JTS stands for. Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. It landed though very well. It, it did. did. <laughs> I concur. I uh, I would throw out there that even though that this is you know higher proof, it definitely doesn't taste as hot as the earlier one. So what is the proof on this, Matt? This is like one twelve, one one seventeen, seventeen. Right? One, no. Okay. I, I thought that it. I, I it doesn't I, taste like it though. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't hit at the one seventeen marker. I I put this like when I let, like I said around one twelve. Yeah. I mean not 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 that there's a massive difference in. Three percent ABV or not, but huge, huge, huge. It's huge. It's a huge percentage. I'm going to cut the rest of mine with a little bit, just because I have a little bit to play with here. Just, just do a little bit, not a lot. The top one percent of the top two percent of the top one (laughs) percent. This is definitely a goddamn better bourbon than the one before. That was awesome. A little Bernie Sanders for you guys. That about today. describes it. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wrong. You're wrong. Shut up, goddammit. I don't know why you're talking about that shit, man. Um, so, what you reading on here? That you can get 15 cents back for this bottle if you want to recycle <laughs> it in, in the state of Maine, Virginia. Well, there you go. Now it's only in Iowa, $45.85. Really, I'm also going to throw out there a little bit of water really opens this up, too. I like this. I like this pour a lot. So, what kind of so so? What do you get when you open it up a little bit? What do you? What would you say? Uh, 
Let's take another sip of this. Your young, drunk palate. I'm, I'm kind of mm. curious. Does anybody... Young, yes, not drunk. Does anybody know what charcoal mellowed means? So it's charcoal. So these, these are charcoal filtered, right? So... Non-chill filtered? Oh, my God. <laughs> Put a dollar in the jar, okay? Just do it. <laughs> so it was... If you read... Um, you know, kind of this one a little bit. They they want to they tell you that old Ezra is so mellow with age and so rare in character, it should be sipped extra slowly to appreciate the unique flavor, aroma, and full body. So that's kind of their little shtick with that. Hmm. I don't like that shtick. I don't care. I don't want them to tell me how I'm supposed to drink this. Why not? You listened to him. You drank it. I didn't drink it extra slow. You are drinking it extra slow. I killed mine. Thank you. <laughs> I was not at all slow. Would you like some of mine? No. no. <laughs> there's plenty in the bottle. I got plenty in this cup. We know. I know. Yeah. For real. I mean, like, literally, there's a lot in that bottle. Yeah, there's a lot in this cup. So, you know, overall. I'm not driving. What is, genu- <laughs> what is genuine sour mash? What's is there is there fake sour mash? No, genuine sour mash just is... It basically means it's a traditional sour mash. They use a little bit of the mash from the old batch and the new one to keep a consistent flavor profile through and through. Um, you know, sweet mash would mean they're starting over each time, but a sour mash uses a little bit of the old batch, so it's really consistent in flavor and profile. So even though these are all going to be uh, barrel strength, you know, they're not necessarily at single barrel, but they're all going to be pretty consistent through and through. That keeps a that keeps the product pretty well. Speaking. Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, I was going to say, do you know what like kind of percentage you're speaking of of old batch? No. Okay. I, I mean, you said a little bit. As I'm just kind of curious I, about. I don't like, know what, like I, what my, they're bringing over. Into, I thought I heard ten, ten to twenty percent. Right? I, I, I thought it was somewhere in the ten to twelve percent. I didn't yeah. think it was. I didn't think it was as it's, high. It as may 20. not be as high as twenty. I might have heard twelve and just twenty popped in my head because yeah. I always jump in larger percentages. Um, yeah, a, so outside a, of Neely, so does your wife. The, boom. Wow. That's really quickly. <laughs> she, she, she likes it big. What can I say? Um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead. Let's see how this goes. So as far as sweet mash versus sour mash, yeah. I only Neely at this point do I know for a fact that they focus on sweet mash. Peerless does too. Peerless does as well. Okay, I've not been to the Peerless tour. That's one of the few I've not actually been to. Yeah. So, um, any any of the, I guess I should say the big boys that you know that use a sweet mash, correct? Versus uh, the the craft distilleries. Yeah, you probably. I mean, I, I would assume that more and more craft distilleries, such as um, you know your limestone and your Neelys, are going to do those sweet mashes for the experimental batches. So, I mean, even Buffalo Trace, their experimental batches, I'm. I would assume that they're going to be a sweet mash and start fresh because they all are a little bit of a different recipe. So, um, but that's just kind of the major differences with some of those. So it's it's kind of unique to see, you know, how they taste in that. And those sweet mashes create the flavor profile that they're going to like for a consistent product. So, um, you know, when they find one that works, they run with it. Let's see, I would think that the sweet mash, just in general, is just going to have a lot harder time to get a consistent taste mainly because i mean corn just uh, any fruit or vegetable can taste different from season to season just because of heat intensity the amount of moisture that the ground's taken in things like that so 
I find it really odd that you would lay your consistency issue or uh, not even issue, I guess the, your consistency um, thought process through something that you know that the product's going to change from year to year or season to season. Right. Well, even, even though they're, they're most likely getting it from the same farmer every single year, you're still going to get a different product. I mean, I'm, I, I just remember years growing up and my, my grandparents had a 500, almost a 500 acre farm in Memphis, Indiana. And you know, the corn from year to year, even though they would grow, you know, the same white corn in the lower levels and the same, you know, um, yellow corn on the top levels. I just remember them some years just being so much more sweet or so much yeah. more juice or, you know, like you would get a, cause they're always even, even row numbers. Right. So corn might have, you know, 14 kernels on around, or it might be, you know, 12 or 16. It's always going to be that even number. But the years that you would get those big, fat kernels would always be a little bit different. That's interesting. A little agricultural lesson here. I actually didn't know that. The city boys really don't know a whole lot about that. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. It happens. So, um, you know, overall, guys, what, uh, you know, it seems to be a general consensus that we like the barrel strength just a little bit better. Thoughts? I agree. How about you, Toby? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, I think that it seems like there's two totally different products here. Yeah. Even though it's it's an old and a new, um, it doesn't taste like the same product because it's probably not the same product, obviously. It's not coming from the same folks. It's not being aged in the same warehouses. It's not. Well, it has the same name. That's about it. I mean, it. it's the it's, same, same mash bill and say yeast strand, so... But you know the the start of it, it is the same. You know it's the same ingredients to it. Um, I mean, but when they when they decide so the finishing effects, yeah, when they barrel or when they bottle it, one hundred one proof versus barrel proof, it's going to be different. Yeah, you know that just that kind of shows that you know we people are starting to appreciate that barrel proof bourbon just more and more, and um, and we want we want more of it. So yeah, I. I, I and I think we owe a lot of that to, you know, your uh, Four Roses and a couple of the other, um, I guess I would say, bigger craft distillers. Yeah. Because um, I, I wouldn't consider Four Roses to be in the same category as Wild Turkey or Beam or any of well, those. Well, why not? Well, taste-wise, they're excellent, right? But they're just not the same size. I mean, they just really aren't. I yeah. mean, if you really think about the sheer number of volume of barrels that they create, you know, Wild Turkey and Heaven Hill and you know, beam, they all have just massive amounts of bourbon that they're, they're producing versus what you would consider it a four roses. Sure. No, that's definitely a good point. <clears throat> Brian, are you done drinking your coffee mug full? Of- <laughs> no, I saw I got a little bit left. I'm almost <laughs> done though. I went back um, to the old one and I tell you what, go back to the old one. If you don't mind, if you, if you got a little uh, bit yeah, left, yeah, I think I got a little bit left and, and just try Still it. Have half a bottle left guys. It's, it, it's, it's, it, it does open it up a little bit more when you go back to the old one after you had the first one. Wow. No, I agree with you on that. After trying the new one, the old one does taste a lot smoother. Yeah. I mean, I, I do agree that it's smooth, um, but I think that you get, there's so many more like caramel flavor notes. Oh, and, yeah. On the, I would, on the barrel proof one. A much oh, bigger flavor. Oh, and that for seems sure. to be what kind of hits home with people when they're looking for a barrel proof. They want those dark notes to it. They want. They want those, you know, kind of heavier desserty type flavors. Your, your, your vanilla, Caramels, your caramel, sugar. your Mrs. Butterworth's, right? Yeah. All that fun Ooh, stuff. Oh, it's so good. Love pancakes. Pour it on pancakes. <laughs> it is delicious. Um, so yeah, I mean that that about wraps it up, guys. I mean it's a pretty general consensus that 
you know, the old Ezra barrel proof. Uh, please don't ever cut it with water. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah, you don't need water. Yeah, no water necessary. Uh, maybe if you have four ounces of it, just throwing that out Eight there. Fingers is what you poured. I hope you realize that. I'm still going at it though. That's what she said. It's delicious. <laughs> it's still delicious. Once again, that's what she still said. what she said. <laughs> He's not lying. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that about wraps it up here for Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Matt. Scott, Toby, Ryan. We're thinking about you, Josh. Signing off.